0: Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode
1: one hundred and forty-four. I'm Killian Vigna, and I'm Zoe Belle Springer. In this short episode, we'll be looking back at some of the Forest blog's most popular articles published in twenty nineteen.
0: So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salons' business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe.
1: Morning, Killian. Starting the year together, ending it together.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. It's uh, usually just looking at you through a screen on the laptop, and now you're actually sitting in the studio here beside me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. And it's going to be like that for the next couple of episodes because then we're starting season four in 2020 at the summit and I'm going to be there with you as well. So
0: yeah. And it kind of works out nicely because you'd be traveling over for our winter gathering anyway. And it just kind of aligns perfectly with our year in review with the blog episode, year in review with the podcast episode then we'd have the live at the summit, and then we'll have the inside forest. So it's like four of them at the end of December, start of January. So yeah, it really is kind of ending and starting together, and then you head off to Canada. Yeah, and <laughs> then I'm back to the cold. So we've got a lot to cover in this episode. So I think it's probably best if we just kick it straight off, will we, with the 10 most popular blog articles published in 2019.
1: Yes, and coming in at number 10, we had three female bosses from the salon industry discuss leadership. That was the title. It was a blog written by Avril Keeley in March for International Women's Day. Yes,
0: yeah, so we had three interviewees on this one for some of our regular listeners. The first person they'll re- remember is Sam Pierce from the Potting Shed Spa. Then we had Michaela Blissett-Williams from Salon 718. And finally, we had Penny Bennett, Sitting Pretty Skin Center and Beauty Salon. So what did you think of this blog?
1: I really enjoyed it. It was something different. We don't do a lot of interviews, like written interviews. We do a lot of interviews over the podcast, but Mm -hmm. the written part of things, asking a few questions around leadership, I think it was a really nice way to celebrate women on that day as well.
0: This was actually released on International Women's Day, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought it was really, it was really nice kind of different from our usual style and something maybe to do again in the future for those special days. Yeah.
0: Just to kind of recap this blog, uh, what I really liked was that all three of them, the common trend there was education. So even though it was about leadership, discussing leadership in the salon industry, they all kind of resorted their leadership to how they treat their staff and watching their staff learn and develop was kind of what drove them as, uh, as leaders.
1: Yeah. I think it's been a common topic, I suppose, in this year's conferences that we've held, the the Salon Summit Roadshow, Mm -hmm. the flagship event in Dublin. Everything kind of has to do with how you treat your staff and how you get them to be empowered. And that goes through education a lot.
0: Exactly. So that brings us in then to the ninth one of 2019. This one was deliver a custom branded experience with the new salon branded apps, which was wrote
1: by you. Yes. (laughs) It was fun for me to write this one because it was one of the first blogs that we were going in depth with, first of all. So um, if you go onto that blog, you'll see there's a little table of contents at the beginning. So it highlights the five main sections of the article. And then the other thing I thought was interesting with this one was that for the first time when we released a feature, we also focused on delivering collateral material for clients who were going to get onto the salon-branded apps, the new apps that we were updating, for them to have material to promote their apps, You know, not just for us to promote the fact that we released this new feature.
0: Yeah, like it, it's been different from a lot of the product features that we release because the salon-branded app is designed for your clients. So basically, salon owners, they're end users. Well, we 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 say end users from kind of like a tech point of view, but your clients coming in, this is another piece for you to market your brand, to market your business. And while it's a forest feature, technically, it's essentially your very own app.
1: Yeah. And apps in the digital space anyways, are just the next logical step in branding. And um, on that topic, not only did we dive into branding in the blog, but we also had a collaboration with Salon Today and hosted a webinar titled How to Help Your Staff Create Visual Content That Aligns with Your Brand's Identity. And we tackled a bit around the apps in that webinar as well. And if you want to sign up for that, there's actually a link we're going to drop into the, today's episode's notes. And you can access it for free on demand. It's about an hour long. So uh, that's something you can check out at the end of today's show. Coming in at number eight, we had Good, Better, Best, introducing the Predictive Rebooking SMS feature. And this one was written by Ronan Percival in late January.
0: Yeah, so this one was, wow, actually January. So that's nearly a year since that feature was released. Uh, just kind of cut me off there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we were discussing releasing a new feature. It was the Predictive Rebooking SMS. So the rebook and SMS is an SMS that you can automate that will go out to your clients and get them to rebook if you haven't already rebooked them in the salon. But this is a predictive rebook and SMS, which is way more impressive. It's almost like the Client Reconnect, if anyone's familiar with that feature, where it analyzes your client's booking patterns and sends a text out to them in and around when they usually book, ensuring they can kind of capture that booking. So clever, like.
1: Yeah, whereas Client Reconnect, just for anyone who needs the distinction, hits them up after they've been out of their booking patterns. Mm. And for anyone that's not convinced on why should
0: I include another SMS into my, I suppose, my client communications or my arsenal of other messages. One example was that if your client rebooks with you before leaving the salon, they're more likely to return to you within a shorter time period. So the example I think she gives is if Sarah books into your salon before she leaves your salon, she's more likely to come back to you within six weeks as opposed to the eight or nine weeks for someone who hasn't rebooked because then they're leaving their book until the last minute. And with that person that's rebooks before they leave the salon, there's a 70% chance that they're actually going to stay with you in the long term and spend more money with you. So that's why... First and foremost, you should always be trying to rebook your clients, but failing that if you can't rebook them there and then enable this predictive text.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, from looking at our clients' data, it's just had a massive impact on client loyalty so far. So like Killian said, get onto that. Then coming in at number seven, we had time management is a killer, how to make it work in the salon. And this one was written by Valerie Del Forge, but it was actually a rewrite. So there was a version of this blog published maybe a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And we looked at it from scratch, essentially this year. It was in and around the time that we were deep diving on content as well, uh, starting to do that. So that's why we wanted to look at it from different angles. So again, in this blog, if you go on it, you'll have the table of contents and you'll have five main sections to this blog, including a time management masterclass at the end uh, that you can watch on demand.
0: One interesting thing I've just noted, this is the second blog. So from our list of 10 most popular in 2019, this is the second one that was actually released in September. So I'm guessing September is a good time for blog reading. (laughs) (laughs) I guess
1: so. What
0: do we have coming up at number six then? Number six is the importance of reviews and getting to the top of Google with the Forest Online Reputation Manager, which again was wrote by you. Funny, I, I'm getting all the vlogs that you wrote.
1: <laughs> well, listen, do you have any questions for me? <laughs> any questions?
0: How do I get to the top of Google?
1: <laughs> um, well, again, on this one, online reputation in itself. Is going to have an impact on your Google rankings because if you just take reviews, for instance, that's going to help Google see how relevant you are to your area, to people's searches, and it's going to help push your listing up that list. Um, and so This is another one that we have a deep dive in, and you'll have six specific sections on there, depending on what area you're in as well. Whether you're based in the US, Australia, Ireland, UK, you'll also have different case studies. So if you go onto the blog, depending on your region, you'll get testimonials from people in your country, not just, oh, here, this has worked for me in, say, Ireland, but I'm based in the US. Will it work for me? No, you're actually going to get case studies from your uh, your, your country of residence. So it's really interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, every region is different. And the three reviews that we have in the Online Reputation Manager is Facebook, Google My Business, and Yelp, which like in Ireland and the UK, Yelp wouldn't really be a platform that people go to. However, everywhere, I like I was booking in for a physio today and I just Google searched it and picked the highest performers on the Google My Business Google reviews. So that's how I found my physio. That's what we do here in Ireland and UK. But then we did an episode there a few months back with David and Gail from Headlines over in the US and they rave about Yelp. Yelp is how anyone finds them online. So it, it, it does differ from country to country.
1: We're halfway through our roundup for the blogs and coming in at number five, we had the Salon Under Summit Roadshow coming to Chicago. So this, of course, it's already passed, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. But it was the very first time that we were hosting. We were bringing the Salon Under Summit to the U.S. in a more compact uh, one-day event to essentially be able to travel city to city and bring the experience to, uh, to the U.S., yeah.
0: Yeah, this one actually came off the back of big demand because we've been hosting the salon Owner summit here in Dublin for over five years now. And a lot of our US clients were actually <laughs> crying out going, when is this coming to the States? And this was, I suppose, the foot in the water or the toe in the water, or what? how do you even say that phrase? Right? <laughs> a dip in the water. We didn't have our roadshow bus, but we did have a venue in Chicago and Then a few months after that, we did one in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, correct. Although the flagship event is always going to stay in Dublin. And this Sinead on one of our episodes kept that very clear. But with that being said, buy your scratch map because we do plan to keep rolling out roadshows in the US in various cities. See you in 2020, somewhere in the US. (laughs) And leading off from
0: that, which is kind of ironic, the fourth most read blog was the Salon Owner Summit. So the flagship event we have just been talking about.
1: Yeah, and it's all taking place on January 6th at the Convention Centre in Dublin. We are now at the last 50 tickets remaining for the 2020 event. So if you still don't have your tickets, now is the time. And uh, just before we move on to our top three blogs of the year, uh, well, published in 2019 anyways, a quick reminder of our lineup of speakers. We have Pamela Laird, Christoph Robin, Stephanie Fox-Jackson, Marcus Allen, Ken Pickton, Jamie Dana, Millie Kendall, MBA, Phil Jackson, Christian Tognini, and Ryan Power. So in that you have workshops, you have main stage speakers, and you'll also have a Q&A session taking place with Christopher Robin. Hopefully we'll see you on Monday, January 6th, and then also on Sunday, January 5th for the Inside Forest event, at which Killy and I will also be recording a live episode at.
0: I'm just going through the speakers. I can't wait to see Pamela Laird because I was watching The Apprentice UK last night and she's just gotten into the last final five. I think there's only three or four episodes of the whole season left. It'll end just before she does the Salon or Summit and I cannot wait to chat to her and see how the whole experience went. That show looks tough. <laughs> Yeah, so that brings us into the top three blog. So the final, final countdown. The final countdown.
1: (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be honest, guys, we don't always play bloopers, but Killian's thing is to sing songs when we record these episodes. It is the funniest thing ever. And maybe someday we'll post a little blooper on social media. Maybe. Well, you have to keep
0: yourself entertained when you're hanging around, you know.
1: <laughs> so number three, top 10 rules for creating an efficient salon staff rota. This was another blog written by Valerie Delforge, And clearly, it's a concern for a lot of salon owners and managers.
0: Yeah, staff rosters, like, I remember having to mess around with that when I was working in retail and there just doesn't seem to be any systems or tools out there that makes this easy or even looks pretty trying to create a staff roster without going into something like Microsoft Word. And for anyone that's using our forest system, you'll be quite familiar with the staff roster screen. Well, moving on from that, we actually have a new staff roster screen in development. And Ronan touched off this recently in the episode with Barry on the urine review. Basically, we have this project going on. It's called Forest Refresh. Anyone using Forest will notice that their screens are starting to look a little different for the better, we hope. <laughs> so far, feedback has been positive. So we think we're, uh, it's looking like we're on the right track anyway. But Staff Rosters is one of those new screens that's getting a total revamp. And I actually got a sneak peek off the product team there recently. And I have to say, it does look good. It's very visual. And you don't have to do 15 clicks to be able to like schedule someone in for a day. <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot more streamlined. So yeah, looking forward to seeing how it turns out in the end. And that's something that's worth keeping an eye out for. I think we're looking first quarter of... 2020 to have a release on that.
1: No promises here, but that's that's just like maybe inside scoops. Maybe inside <laughs> scoops.
0: Just just looking at the prototype. Still a lot of testing to be done. Yeah. Yet.
1: So off the back of Valerie Del Forge's blog that came in at number three, we have then coming in at number two, four salon reports that will help your business grow, and this one was written early on in the year, in February, by Avril Keeley. Choosing what salon reports to focus on can be a daunting task, but in her article, Avril was tackling four different types of reports. The first one was financial, then you had stock, then you had staff, and finally, client reports. Yeah,
0: just to dig a little deeper into the the reports you, you have, for example, you've got like the financial totals, and you generate this one to show you exactly how much money you're making and can afford to spend in the salon. Uh as well as this by monitoring these reports you'll kind of get an idea of how financially aware you are of your business, but also when your I suppose peaks and lows are your busiest and you're not so busiest time. So it just helps you make some more some better business decisions when you're running offers to I suppose, get bums on the seats at the quieter times. (laughs) The next one then is the staff report. So staff performance reports, they offer a great window into knowing which staff members are performing well and which are, I suppose, performing not so well. So a good episode on this one would be kind of your A, B and C players.
1: And that episode actually featured Amanda Olusanya based out of the US. Really interesting episode if you get a chance to, you know, put 45 minutes aside sometime in your Christmas break. Really interesting perspective. So,
0: just onto our third one is the stock reports. Pretty straightforward, it keeps tabs on your professional and retail stock coming in and out. Now, a lot of salon owners would focus on this for professional stock management, knowing how much the products cost and ensuring that they're reducing their waste. But this is a great report to actually track your retail as well just how much revenue is product selling bringing into your business? And we always recommend to kind of push that retail because you're the expert. It'll come to you for the treatment, but we also want that aftercare. So what are the products I can buy from you or what did you use on me that I can take home with me? And then the final report, this one's actually kind of split up into two reports. It's the client reports. You have top clients and then for forest users, you have forest Salon Software's client reconnect report. Top clients, pretty straightforward what it is, who is spending the most money in your salon? <laughs> but also they tend to kind of, your top spenders are you, you tend to also be your top referrers as well. So that's actually one that we kind of dug into in the last few months and realized that the guys that were referring people the most were actually also spending the most in your salon. So check that report out and see if it works the same in your salon. The second report then is the Client Reconnect. This one just shows you which clients have come past their normal booking patterns. So using your client reconnect along with your predictive rebooking SMS that we mentioned earlier, that'll be a really good report to check out there. And just make sure your clients are coming back. For anyone that you've noticed that is um, overdue their appointment, then you can use client reconnect to just automate a message out. Hey, we miss you. Come back. <laughs> yeah. Something as simple as that.
1: And to be honest, it works. So yeah, why not? Very effective. And so this brings us to our number one most popular force blog article. Wait. I want to get my drumsticks. One (laughs) sec. What a good way to finish this roundup, right? So... Three tips that will make your salon employee bios stand out. It was written by me, but it was actually Killian's idea to write a blog on this. So credit where credit is due. I mean, this was your idea, Killian. Uh, We've revamped the version as well. Like this was another one that was written not exactly this year, but we rewrote it to keep it accurate for for the time and also to include the whole branded apps thing as well. Well,
0: it just kind of makes sense because, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on the digital space. Jay Williams actually kind of says it really, really well, where, well, I'm not quoting him. Sorry, that kind of sounded like I was about to quote him. No, he said loads of stuff. I I can't quote everything, but he kind of alluded to the whole thing of like, as we're moving more and more online, we're becoming more and more disconnected with people. And he discussed about emotional intelligence a lot because the industry we're in is very hands-on. So when I'm booking an appointment, even though I'm booking it, it online, which technically takes me away from the human element of calling you, I still get to choose who I want to book in with. And by seeing a staff bio, I get to learn a little bit more about that staff member before going into the salon. And it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a nice way to, I suppose, build a little bit of rapport without actually meeting the person.
1: I like to think of it as a a, a digital handshake.
0: A digital handshake. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of nice. And honestly, like some bios are so funny to read. Like, I don't know if you've ever looked at, say, Christian Tognini's bio, Killian. But when you go on to the website for his salon, all of his staff members and everything, like their bios are gas. Like it is hilarious. Mm. You just want to meet the guys.
0: So yeah, like when we talk about staff bios, everyone is very hung up on I have to show all my experience, my skills, my accreditations. While that's important, I think it's equally just as important to, I suppose, portray who you are in that little text box. Yeah, it doesn't have to be dry. No. What are your hobbies? What are your interests? Maybe if you're that type of salon where you like to have that fun, quirky environment, have a real kind of high buzz morale, then you can let people, I suppose, get even more creative with their bios. Don't be afraid to introduce some humor. If you're a humorous type of person, that being said, um, sometimes humor doesn't, like you'll read someone's bio and you think they're hilarious and then you'll sit down in treatment with them and so so how's the weather? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I suppose just kind of accentuate who you are.
1: So I guess on that note, that's that's it for this year. That's the 10 most popular blog articles of 2019. And uh, we'll catch you right after this short break for the Inside Forest segment. Built with the latest technology and impeccable design, the all-new salon-branded apps are proven to help increase salon's online bookings and retention rates by 4% and 16% respectively. Deliver a convenient and personalized experience your clients will remember. Your brand, your app, your way. Manage, market, and grow your business with Forest Salon Software, a premium cloud-based salon software system for 3-plus employees. Visit Forest.com for more details. Let's grow.
0: Okay, so very short inside forest segment, because a lot of stuff that we do talk about at the end of this, we've kind of touched off of some of it through the episode. However, we do have one very important message to announce, and that's our support closing days. So we're going to break this up into three areas. In the US, our forest support closing days are the 25th of December and the 1st of January support is closed on the 25th and 26th of December and 1st of January in Ireland, Germany, the UK and Australia. And in Finland, support closes on the 24th,
1: 25th and 26th of December and the 1st and 6th of January. And next week, we'll be looking at the top 10 most popular Force FM episodes aired in 2019. As always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the salon owners podcast is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more and generating referrals. Let's grow.